making a film that hits, because you're making a film for people who watch wedding films or create wedding films. Mm -hmm. So you have to make something that stands out among wedding films. Like I think the issue with assigning value based on that, yeah. even though there is some correlation, is that like it might not be reproducible. I don't care what it is. You need something that's challenging you. You need something that's inspiring you. You need something that's encouraging you. Being around other filmmakers that are awesome and just being able to ask them questions about how they do certain things. Like being here is inspiring. Hey guys, welcome to the Wedding Film School Show, and we are here in Vegas, live with Bobby Burns, Jason McCutcheon. It's our first time together to it's record. A years. Yeah. First time since all being on Wedding Film School. That's it. That's it. We're here, we're in the same room, and we are at WPPI. Uh, what is WPPI, you might ask? Uh, essentially a huge conference, huge expo here in Las Vegas where... I believe uh, they own Rangefinder. Yeah. Or they're associated with Rangefinder. Wedding name. professionals uh, across the imaging world, photographers, videographers, get together and we have a film contest. There's a photo contest, a rather large photo contest. Yeah. Prints, there's a bunch of different categories. Um, so we are here in the midst of all of this doing some podcasts. We are meeting up with some of our best friends in the industry, having some fun little parties. Checking out some gear. Checking out yeah. some gear that'll be on Tuesday all day. Um, and we thought it would be fun to sit down and have a conversation about um, some topics in the industry, some trends. Our experiences some... here at WPPI, what it's like. Right. You know what's yeah. interesting about WPPI? WPPI for years was like the leading photographers like organization slash conference. Um, and I think they're just, re they're, they're easing their way into wedding filmmakers. Yeah. They're slowly. Well, we used to have, we used to have another one, right? We used yeah, to have well, the Shutterfest, which is still right? around, Weva. Like, finally, I think WPPI, which I think is great, and, and like, kudos to some of our friends for kind of spearheading and pushing wedding filmmaking. Yeah. Um, it's kind of nice that we're finally being invited to get a little seat at the table, and, and you get to see that, and... So the, the way that this relates to us as wedding filmmakers is they have this film competition, right? Film contest yeah. uh, where they review a lot of films. That's what we were uh, viewing this morning ourselves. The three of us sat down and watched some of these reviews, uh, which is interesting because, as you know, we watch uh, a lot of wedding films ourselves. We critique and review them uh, for the community and hopefully raise all boats. This is on a much bigger scale in front of a live audience. Uh, so it's really interesting to see how other people are judging as well. Um, so these yeah. are some reasons why you should be here as well. Uh, well because in general, like, do you, what do you think the biggest benefit to kind of attending? And, and it's interesting as wedding filmmakers, we didn't have events like this, but now they're accessible to us. With you here now and in the past, what do you think has been like the biggest benefits of attending events like this for you and like as a as a filmmaker, as a business person? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I would say. I guess for anybody. The the community here and and being around people, you know, we talk about it all the time being around other filmmakers that are awesome and just being able to ask them questions about how they do certain things, like uh, in a way that is um, authentic and and I think just. Being here is inspiring. It makes you feel like you're a part of a broader community, um, but it is inspiring to me individually. There's a lot of things that I'll pick up here 
that I'll be able to take home and be like, okay, these are, this is what this person is doing, that person's doing. How do I incorporate, maybe not exactly what they're doing, but how am I approaching this as a wedding filmmaker? It makes you, you know, refine your process in general, as does, I think, any kind of workshop, conference, whatever. A good one will make you reflect on what you're doing, take it home, and slowly just work on your craft in general. But Bobby, this is your first experience yeah. at WPPI. First time. You haven't had a lot of time yeah, here. Only a day into it. Only a day time. into it. But what are your first impressions? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you know, if you were to ask me, my favorite thing so far would be kind of what you touched on, like that community side of it, um, seeing people that you know, people that you don't know. Hang out uh, with us. I was, I, yeah, I was setting you, you up guys, for that answer, but. <laughs> in this fancy living room. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's a big part of it. And then, you know, so today we only did the, the film reviews, the mm -hmm. film contest. Um, and sitting in on that, I think, yeah, definitely, like, you leave it feeling a little more inspired, feeling like, you know, hey, here's some, like, amazing wedding films that I just got to sit through. Um, and also hearing some of the, like, you know, it is scored, it is a contest, but there is a little bit of kind of, like, constructive criticism given at the end or things people liked or didn't like or whatever. So being able to sit through that just kind of it motivates you and, and I think ultimately makes you a better filmmaker probably. I feel like like for a long time I kind of felt like we had a fake job mm. as wedding filmmakers. Mm. Like and when you come to something like this and you're being kind of like not recognized in the sense that like individually recognizing me, you and all how great we are. Or, or anything like that, which would be great, like not Alex Douglas style, <laughs> who's gonna, who gets on the awards. Like, that's cool. I don't think that's the only experience. It's like they're acknowledging that what you do by including you in, in a well-established community like wedding photographers is like you're not so much like the redheaded stepchild of like yeah. the wedding world. Like yeah. we're, we're actually getting acknowledged and the legitimacy of what it means to be a wedding filmmaker I think we're just on the precipice. There's only one category for wedding films. Yeah. Obviously, that can be so much more. Teaser films, highlight films, yes. like all these other things, like that could, could you know, that categorically they could break into down the line and it probably will. And it's, it just reminds you that like what you're doing is a legitimate career path, a real job. You're getting that recognition. You start to see, oh, I can push this farther as a business person, I can go farther. And to me, when I come to something like this, obviously the community is the most important thing that I get out of it. Um, I like the connections with brands, talking to companies, getting to talk to people, at, like giving them feedback. You can walk right up to the Zeiss people and be like, I don't like your lens. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like that's cool. Like, um, but I for think- For you, for, for them, me, I'm sure they don't look forward very to Very rare to, like to Jason coming their direction. Where you get like direct, interaction. I mean, yes. think about like, you know, I feel like you can get a hold of Zeiss or Sony or whatever, but like it's hoops you jump through. Yeah. It's the wrong email address. It's 10 days yep. before you hear back. I mean, this, you can just walk yep. up, have a conversation. And, and, well, and, and they'll tell you like, we, we met Victor from Fuji here yeah. and they'll tell you like, oh, that's good feedback. Or, yeah. oh, a lot of people yeah. are saying that. Well, but, especially for wedding filmmakers specifically, because a lot of these companies, especially the bigger ones, right? Like let's take Fuji for example. They're maybe not making a camera for wedding filmmaking. Yeah, it's mainly like for we're photography. We're always yes. kind of taking, especially camera bodies, and adapting them to our career. Yeah. Yes. 
you know, so. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, what I love is like, kind of what you brought up a little bit, Bobby, was like, if you want to get a hold of Fujifilm or Zeiss, you call them to complain or like, hey, I just had a suggestion. And you'll never get in touch with anybody. Yeah. Here, you talk to like the lead salesperson and, and director of marketing for these companies, yeah. like just so there. The and they want, they, go to probably. they want to hear from you. Yeah. They want, actually want your input. Yeah, that Raymond person on, who's answering calls doesn't want to hear from you. Yeah, and, and if you show yourself like competent and like, hey, I own 15 of your cameras, yeah. Victor. Like I know what is probably more than anyone on the planet know how they interact with wedding filmmakers <laughs> on a day in day out basis. I've seen the limits that they can push and I've seen what, you know, they cannot stand up to. Yeah. Like, listen to what I'm telling you. And, um, you know, I think that means a lot to these yeah. people because they want to hear for that. They're here to hear from you. So let's, let's talk about the competition because I think we have something in common with WPPI yeah. at Wedding Film School, which is we do live film reviews. Yep. It's not a contest. And so, so like, I want to make that clear distinction. Like, we believe in critique, you know? And, and so, like, but I think the angles are a little different. And I remember there was, like, there was just a moment today where it really struck me where I was, like, if, if you want, if somebody's, like, coming from the wedding film school world and then they come into that competition, they're very different. And so, like, whereas we in, in wedding film school, with our live film, with Wedding Film School Live, weekly live show where we do film critiques with people, pricing critiques, different things. What we're trying to do is help you run a better business, make more money, of course get better, but we're not necessarily judging things based on contest rules. Versus here, they have a very specific way of judging them, which they were nice enough to provide for me. I won't read it all, but I'll, I'll kind of give people an idea of like, so they have a very like, it's like really detailed in terms of like they're looking for the impact of a film, the originality, the camera technique, lighting, posing, composition, storytelling, post-production. And of course, this is really pretty much for um, prints, because prints, a big thing here is print competitions for photographers, mm -hmm. which by the way, very beautiful. There's a lot of good work. Yeah. Um, product or presentation, so they like talk about matting and tonal qualities of ink, things like that. Stuff that we can't really do as yeah. wedding filmmakers. You know, and then they, you get into, they have a ranking system. So what they do is if you were to submit a film here, which we would encourage you guys, you should submit a film to this contest because I think it'll make you better. They have a very, well, whereas we're kind of like feeling out a film and, and we have our loose categories, they have a very specific way of doing it. They have a scoring system from pretty much from 60 to 100. I don't think they rank below a 60. And like 60 would be below professional, 70 to 74 is below standard, 75 to 79 is like a standard wedding film, 80 to 84 is above average, 85 to 89 they would call excellent, and then you start getting into awards, right? 90 to 94 is a gold award, 95 to 99 is gold distinction, and then 100 is platinum award. And that's like a perfect wedding film. And so, you know, you, here's how it works. You submit your film, they have to be a certain length, they watch it, they have a panel of judges, and then they will all score it. And sometimes they'll talk about the film and sometimes they won't. Sometimes they'll just be like, all right, you're, this film. It depends on the scores. Yeah, like yeah. If they're all, if they all kind of put in a 75 or maybe it's all a 75, 76, they're kind of all in the group. Well, they have a rule. If it's a certain amount higher than the average, then that person can challenge the score yep. and bring everyone up. 
And so they'll do that, but mostly sometimes they'll just do a film and they'll be like, 85, it's all great, no talking, move on to the next yeah. film. Um, when, so when you go, what I really love is, even if you don't submit a film, I think it would be great for someone to attend this because yeah. mm. the debates that happen in terms of like, what does it mean to be creating something that's a product for customers versus creating something for a contest that was like really real to me when I was sitting there. Yeah, because it's different. I think it is different. I mean, it's very different. Yeah. That was the thing that we brought up a lot when we were here a year and a half ago was like, well, you know, the delivery, most of these films, almost every single film that you watch is definitely deliverable to a client, like, like saleable to a client. Um, but then it's like bring it to that next echelon of like, what can you really charge for these films? I think that's kind of what the different differential uh, is for me is like probably like a 60 to 70, like you're charging a certain amount and then 80 to 90, you're charging a lot more well, than yeah. 100. You're a master at filmmaking. Like what, what, what what's silver the award is, it says above average skill and technique in most areas Yes. versus silver distinction. Excellent. Excellent use of imagination, skill and technique. And then you get into 90, 95. This is where, like, I think the best of the best. Outstanding. Exhibiting outstanding skills in all areas yeah. and originality. Mm. And so I think this is when you start to move into a big difference between contests versus real life. Mm -hmm. And it's not bad either. It's not a criticism. It's just, like, an interesting thing because clients don't demand that your films be original. Yeah, true. Yeah. No. Like, but that's when you, when you see like the contest game is different because it, it, like you're having to make a film for competition and Well, that's just, why I would say like the, the, that's a price differentiator. Like mm -hmm. somebody who's doing is super original, they're going to be able to charge that super premium that no one else in the industry yeah. can charge because they are creating mm -hmm. something that's super original. Um, so that to me is what the main difference is, is like I think the, looking at all these people, it's just like, oh, that person probably is only going to be able to charge this much. They need to yeah. raise their game before they can, you know, start charging. Mostly more. I think there's alignment there. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think somewhat, but I think one thing that's important to say is like, you know, if you are making, I mean, I think there are people making consistently, you know, in that 90 plus range, right? Mm -hmm. or, or close to it, 85 to 95. Yes. But, but like... Making a film that hits, because you're making a film for people who watch wedding films or create wedding films. Mm -hmm. So you have to make something that stands out among wedding films. Yep. So that might work for the contest with that wedding, but I think a lot of your weddings, like I think the issue with assigning value based on that, yeah. even though there is some correlation, is that like it might not be reproducible. Mm -hmm. Like that might be, like I might have one film in two years that I That's think true. could achieve a 90 to 95 yeah. because it's it's just the only one that's unique enough mm -hmm. with the with the couple or the venue or well that's what's interesting about wedding filmmaking is it's i don't want to say it's so much harder but i do want to say it's so much harder than wedding photography <laughs> I, mean, I think we all think we that, can all say I that this is a wedding filmmaker yeah. podcast we can say it's just harder. pose someone and create an original photo right yeah you can't just do that you can't like well, and, and and the hard thing about what we do, of course, if you're a wedding filmmaker, you know this, 
It's not just about technique, which a lot of this conference is about technique. What flash are you using? How are you using it? You know, how many layers are going to, you know, superimpose upon each other or whatever. Yeah. With us, you'd have like photographers will say like, oh, I want to be a storyteller with photography. It, we're not talking about the same things. It's different. <laughs> like, storytelling is different. Way different. Way, way, in my opinion, way harder. Way more layers, right? To think about, to work together. How well, does the music play and into there's each just, other? There's other things too that I think are, are I, you know, I think that you can have a, Let's say you have a couple that just isn't super like PDA, like it doesn't mean, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this yeah. on, on the live reviews, like they're just not as into it, yeah. which is fine. Doesn't mean they don't love each other, doesn't mean they shouldn't get married, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I think there are things that, you know, that is that is also a challenge for a photographer, mm -hmm. but I think it is a different level of a challenge on the film side. And, and you can each, you know, approach it and tackle that in your own way, but like, I think you can still get very unique photos with a couple like that. And I think you can get unique films with a couple like that too, but I think it might be more difficult. Yeah, without talking about the film specifically, let's talk about two things that I noticed today. One of them, there was a film by the same filmmaker, obviously. Um, and one of the films scored higher than the other by a lot, even though we both, we all felt that the lower scoring film was a better film. And I was trying to analyze why did they do this? You know, and some of it I think is legitimate reasons, and some of that is like the human element is so much more a part of the film. And like the film that scored higher had better looking people in a better looking location. And this the, the second film had worse looking people in a worse looking location. And there's just like less heat between the couple, less less intimacy, mm -hmm. less con and it's like, you know. It just gets so much harder to judge these things. The, yeah. the there's when, a lot of when you start to put the motion and the sound and and like the connections that are really happening. And then there's another film we all watched where we were like, that was really beautiful. And I kept thinking that looks expensive. Mm. Is what I kept thinking. And they and the judges ranked it like a 78, mm. and I or something like that. And I remember thinking like, I don't know that I think that they're wrong. I think that they're wrong. I don't agree, which is fine. Like, but I, it's, it, not, it's, it's not totally wrong. I'm not, I didn't yeah. think they were like idiots or whatever. Because yeah. it's a contest. Yep. And so I actually agree with him that that person did not submit a contest-worthy film. Yes. That they or didn't like think about, cut. they didn't make a contest cut. There was all kinds of things about it that they should have changed for the contest. Mm. But I also kept thinking, this film for the type of couple he had, or she had, um, A, seemed appropriate to me, and B, I honestly think some of the films that scored higher, some of these high-end people would prefer this person's film mm -hmm. in a sales situation because yep. of the way that they made the film, it was yes. obvious, and then it had a certain, um, it was very um, composed. Yeah. Yeah. And just put together and the very rocks aloof a little bit, mm -hmm. and, and like it's had a tonality of luxury to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I really, really struck in my mind like there's a difference between contest cut, contest submission, and a like a great film that I think that they try to make it as close as possible, but I'm not sure that they are total alignment. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think some of this goes back to even what we maybe sometimes struggle with as wedding filmmakers of, you know. I think we can get very wrapped up in 
making a wedding film, like, okay, there's, there's like three potential viewers, right? It's yourself. And are you making a film that you're happy with? Yeah, you're you love, with. inspires you. There's your clients and future clients. Mm -hmm. Are you making a film that is highly saleable, like is going to bring you in more work, that they're going to rant and rave? And then there's other wedding filmmakers or kind of the wedding industry. And I think what we can very easily get caught up in is making films to please other wedding filmmakers. Yeah. And that's a dangerous game because I think that is kind of that contest cut, right? And, there, and there's, by the way, if you're submitting for WPPI, you should make a contest cut. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're not saying you shouldn't do that, but we're just saying like, well, yeah, we're acknowledging the difference because that might not be the one that you can sell. That might not be the one that's going to allow you to go from charging 5K to 10K. Like, when you sit in a contest, it just makes the situation all the more clear. Yeah. So, so my question would be to you guys, for the average wedding filmmaker out there is like, what is the point? If you're showing off a film to wedding filmmakers, what is the point of that? So this is what I thought about. Even if I don't agree with everything the judges say, I mostly do. That's why there's multiple judges. They yep. do rotate, by the way. So um, there's a lot of integrity in the process. Sure. I, 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 I have a ton of respect. They're doing 87 films, all this stuff. I mean, you're talking like Henry Martins and Eric and Amber, and these are vets. Yep. So um, even though like, I know there's a difference between a contest cut and a, the real life of what you can actually make, I think one of the things I think about Alex Douglas and Sculpting with Time, we talk about them all the time on the yeah. show, but they're like. We the, should just rename this. It's they're just the Sculpting with Time fan. But, but, no, but I would say Aaron does it. Uh, Henry has submitted in the past. Like, they submit their best work, right? But to be fair, Alex wins every year. He so. wins all the time. So he's like the best at both. He's, a, he's good, and the best life. example of, of he's, he's how a, to win at WPI. WPI but also make yeah. great films. Yes. And that's what I was going to say is like, I think the best of us can, are making films that do both. And I think, yeah. I think that that's a, like, we can all strive to find something that creates a wow factor, right? That is exciting to people and, and, and surprising to people. I almost think that's, like, that's, that's that point where you've taken your work to the next level. Yes. Is where you are, you are in that middle. If you, what's, the, what's the Venn diagram or whatever, mm. right? There's, the, there's the, the, you know, the, the contest cut and the client cut and finding that middle ground where you have the like groundbreaking or you know the like the out of the box different visually amazing yeah. you know thing that you take to a next level in a lot of the ways wedding filmmakers would look for something you know be like this is new think about it while still maintaining that story think about and that, that um we have disagreements on it but that uh, proposal film so if you want, what's the point? Why bother? You know, whether it's submitting or maybe attending. I mean, I think attending, it's inspiration, right? Yeah. But submitting, the critique is good and legitimate. Like, but just for me, looking at that film, it's like, first of all, that filmmaker will get better with that feedback. But second of all, like, it makes me go like, dang, would I have enough it, it was a film, by the way. I'm just talking like you all saw it. You didn't see yeah. the film. It was a film where they did all this underwater videography Gorgeous. in a cenotes in uh, Mexico. It was like Ridiculous. a proposal yeah. film. Yeah. Yeah. So first of all, I go, a proposal film? I, think it's, I wonder if I could sell those. And then I'm thinking, like, that was a cool portrait session. That was underwater. That was like, like 
original things you haven't seen like that. Yep. The film that I liked that, that from that Switzerland film that we all thought was really cool. Just the pacing, the patience of that film. Yeah. Could I use some of that? Could I, for me, like thinking through like, do I have the patience to make that film? Am I too rushed? Mm -hmm. Am I too hurried? Yeah. You know, and then you see that, you know, the Alex and Whitney's of the world who are just like, everything is so well thought out. Yeah. And I think like, Looking in that 90 range, I do believe like the they're 90 plus these films are do represent the best of the best. They do represent mastery. And like that's what we're in it for. Yep. Is to be masters. Like if you're coming and you want to understand what mastery is, probably don't go to a Facebook group. Yeah. I was gonna say the point and and you know, of course we're talking about personal um uh, pushing yourself personally, like seeing inspiration, and, and of course, there's that side. But you know, this is where trends are made, yes, right? Yes. Alex, the last couple of years has won, right? We see in his films like elements like the, the ticking clock, like tick, 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 tick. There's a lot of like fully work that's done there, whatever. Today, I probably could count like four films that we watched, and maybe we watched ten that. That trend was happening in a lot of They basically so, were direct ripoff of his Palm Beach film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, to be not fair. Palm Beach, um, Breakers. Yeah, yeah, that Breakers, that yeah. Breakers film was, was you know, epic and, and, and totally changed the course probably of our, our industry in general because it inspired so many people to be, pick up a camera and become yeah. wedding And then players. the fact that they got the award associated yeah. gave it credibility. Yep. And then, of course. And so to that, I would say, Maybe it's not the point, but that is a point of doing this and why I think this show is so important and, and doing wedding film critiques is so important on this scale because it pushes, it really does push our industry forward. Like it inspires other creatives to become awesome. It sets the trend. So if you want to be a trendsetter and want to, you know, have that notch in your belt, which for some of us as creatives, let's admit it, like that's important to us. Yeah. Um, submitting could be important, an important part of your career and your journey in this involvement. And um, I, I think a lot of wedding filmmakers are pretty competitive, uh, which is awesome. Well, I know for a fact, one of the points is if you do well, you can tell people you did well. Yeah. You can say, I have a gold, like a gold distinction from WPPI. Yep. yep. There's a whole ranking system like master, totally. grandmaster. Yeah. I think totally. Alex is the only wedding filmmaker that's like a master. I would love to call myself a film master on my Instagram profile, so that's yeah. a goal of mine. <laughs> There's a sales element to it, film like master. for you is that you not just making better art, but selling more expensive art. Mm -hmm. Like of when you get someone who says you're good, and they're an outside organization like WPI is well respected. Yep. I think there's a lot of points to there's it. Value there. It's not everything, and like yeah. not like it's also just fun, but also yep. I think like mostly just fun. Yep. Mostly well, it's just fun. Yeah. We're not all going to score 90s. Yeah. Probably almost none of us are going to score 90s and become like elite wedding filmmakers. But I do believe there's someone out there that can challenge Alex Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> but I think also, you know, for me, like, I, you know, the question, right, was what's the reason to submit? I think we hit, hit on a lot of good ones. And you briefly touched on this. Like, I think that competitive side is definitely a reason to submit. Not like from like a personal side of like, like, I don't know about you guys. Like I'm a like hyper competitive person in anything that I choose to pour my time into. And like I selfishly want like that validation a little bit. Like and the nice thing is 
and I didn't submit this year. But like, you know, the nice thing is like, when I know I'm gonna do something and just being the competitive person that I am, if I'm going to submit to WPPI this year or whatever, like that is going to push me to do better. Mm -hmm. So I think there is that aspect of like personal growth just from the intention of submitting. And well, and the feedback is good too. So like, oh, yeah. I and think if you hear that feedback, even if they don't say like, for instance, like they don't go, you need to do these two things better. Yeah. Like literally all they do is gate, your score is 78. Yeah. You have to honestly take a look and go, am I making a 78? And I think two things can happen that are both good. You can actually say, actually, I'm not really doing anything that good. I need to improve. Or you might say, like, screw these people. I believe in this, and I'm going to keep doing it. And I'm going to keep pushing it. And, like, both of those are good. And I think something like not just WPPI, although there's not anything else really, I think, with this much prestige, that's also a contest. So I don't know what else compares. But, like, putting yourself out there for something like this is good. And, like, we didn't – honestly, I had three films I was going to submit, and I didn't have time to make them short enough. Um, <laughs> to be truthful, yeah. um, um, and I'll do it probably next year. Yeah, you know. Well, and that brings up the the point too is WPPI is happening in February. Uh, February, I think it's the last week of February going into March. I think that's oh, geez, what they. This close. Yeah, so it's it's coming up quick. So if you are at home, you're like, ah, oh, I didn't wasn't able to submit. I didn't even know what was going on. You know, COVID. Understand. Push, you have an excuse. Things. It's coming up again, really quick. So. Get your films, think about it now, because I know when I'm thinking constantly like, oh, this might be a film coming up that I might want to submit because mm -hmm. it's going to be at Castle Hill, it's going to be at this cool venue, the couple is awesome. Like, you know, be thinking about the film now that you're going to submit for WBPI in 2022 uh, because we'll be back here hanging out, come hang out with us. We'll yeah. probably do something fun yeah. again yeah. Uh, because this is really cool. We're hanging out in a cool suite, we're able to see each other. Uh, we'll probably do this again, and um, we'd love to see you guys. But also, we'd love to see the people that submit to WFS Live every single week, submitting to WPPI and representing the Wedding Film School fam yeah. and uh, getting better. Guys, that's the whole point of this whole thing is, uh, again, raising all boats and, uh, yeah, seeing people succeed and make more money, guys. I think, like, we have some of the coolest lives that I know about, like getting to make wedding films, getting to hang out with cool people and making enough money to sustain ourselves and like have houses and awesome jobs and you know fulfilling lives like that's the point. Ultimately right? like this isn't just a big commercial for WPPI cuz to be truthful I don't care if you want to go or don't want to go like you do whatever you want. I think what's cool though is you've got to have things that make you better that inspire you and yeah, this okay. is just it's one of the options. We're just talking through our experience of going through something like this and how it's inspired us and how it's encouraged in us. Yeah. I guess the global concept, which probably you haven't made it this far in the episode if you didn't, if you thought our topic was dumb. <laughs> but but if you're here and you're like, well, cares about WPPI, I will say this. This could be like my soundbite is. I don't care what it is. You need something that's challenging you. You need something that's inspiring you. And need something that's encouraging you. Yep. Like you need all three of those elements in your creative journey. You can't become the artist you're supposed to be. You can't become the business person in any area, the human you're supposed to be. If you're not being challenged and being confronted with your own weaknesses, but also having fun doing it and not feeling like a total loser. 
And I think like, you know, that's one of, one of the reasons why we like WPPI is like it kind of accomplishes that. But in general, that is like, we're all trying to do the same thing, whether it be how to film weddings, Vision Quest, Wedding Film School, WPPI, it's like, how many ways can we give people to get inspired, to get encouraged, to get challenged? Like how many ways can we push people and help them to also feel like they have a support system? And I think you need that as a creative. You can't become an artist that you're supposed to be until you can start filling those gaps. I think WPPI is a great way. Of course, it's not where it's going to be for wedding filmmaking, and that's, that will change the more people take part in it. Yep. And I would Definitely. encourage like wedding filmmakers, let's flood this place. Let's force WPPI to see what a community we are yeah. and get more categories and get more recognition. And yep. not because totally we... Agree. Not because we need the recognition for ego reasons or money reasons, although money would help, <laughs> but because there, I think there are more people that need community, they need the inspiration, and they, and they would benefit from attending events like this. Yeah. And the community is growing. I think a big- There are classes at this thing, by the way. We didn't mention yeah. that, guys. There are classes. classes there's a whole like, expo. Yeah. Anyway. I think you're, you're talking a little bit about reflection and the importance of an artist in reflecting on their own work and having perspective, right? Pulling yourself out. How many times do you send an email to a client? You're like, here's your wedding film. And then what you hear back is nothing. <laughs> you hear crickets. You have no feedback. Yeah. You have no perspective on, am I doing a good job? And then or one you just person, assume you're doing a good job. One person you'll send it to and it's a friend of a friend. They're like, we love our film. Yeah, it's great. And really, they just love seeing themselves on camera. Like, you don't actually know how you're progressing. You know, what's your report card? Like, yeah. and, and seeing what other filmmakers and having someone else who's a peer who knows what the heck they're talking about. Like, some bride and groom might not pick up the fact that your audio levels suck and it's mixed terribly, but filmmakers will. And that's important to know, to become a better filmmaker, to be able to charge more, et cetera. You have to have that honest perspective. But the hard part, is having that um, uh, the potential of someone criticizing you and, and feeling like how important is that? Do you think to become who you're supposed to be? How important is like, like subjecting yourself to criticism? Oh, it's so important. Huge, yeah. Because huge important. Be, be, that, that's what being an artist is: is you're putting yourself out there. So like, become an artist, put yourself out there, and and make yourself vulnerable. To criticism from. I mean, we'd all agree the best art doing. has vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. so totally. Because totally. this is such a, like a product, wedding films. I think we we can kind of remove the vulnerability yeah. side because you can just make a film and you know everyone's gonna like it. I think something like this brings it back in and forces you to actually have to evaluate. And I think that's a really cool thing. So it's totally a good agree. experience. I think everyone should go, and you get to be in Vegas and yep. a lot of good food and a lot of good times. Yep. Yep. So guys, hopefully you got something out of this. Hopefully if it's, it's inspired you, if it's not to attend WPPI, it's to just be vulnerable, put yourself out there and maybe submit to a wedding film school live every Thursday night at nine o'clock. Not to give too much of a plug to ourselves, but to totally give ourselves a plug. Uh, guys, make sure you're checking out Wedding Film School uh, wherever you um, can watch podcasts, listen to YouTube listen to podcasts watch youtube dinner too um, first uh, what was that i'm just thinking about dinner so i'm hearing <laughs> you're thinking word. about dinner so you yeah, want I'm me to wrap up dinner yes so <laughs> we'll uh end this episode thank you guys for watching and we'll see you next time in wedding film school <laughs>